Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So how many of you are like me? And if you went and applied for a job and they contacted you and said, okay, we're going to bring you in for an interview, um, you would attend the interview. Or if you didn't want to attend the interview, you would at least get in touch with them and say, you know what, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Something has come up uh, and I won't be attending the interview. Going one step further, how many of you would actually show up for a job, decide you don't like the job, take your lunch break and never come back? Or, you know, don't come back for day two, whatever the case may be, just just vanish. No message to the employer whatsoever. It's becoming more and more common in Canada. It's really surprising to me. So let's get some details on what's going on there. We're going to chat with Alyssa Monk, who is Regional Director for Hayes Specialist Recruitment. Uh, Alyssa, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Hi, yeah. Thanks very much for having me. This just seems completely counterintuitive to everything I've ever been taught about being an adult. People just are literally not even showing up for a job interview? Yep, that's correct. What kind of numbers? I mean, I imagine this has always happened in very small numbers. Uh, Has it really, really ramped up recently? It has, yeah. We've definitely seen an increase in the uh, number of people that are not showing up for interviews, 100%. But I think the more concerning piece is, as you were saying just before, around people accepting jobs and either not showing up on the start date or ghosting, as you said, a couple of days after. That's uh, that's that's the really disappointing piece to the situation. Well, I mean, that would be if, if you're trying to operate a business and you, you're you going to be open and in business that day or whatever the case may be, and you mm-hmm. need a certain number of staff and they just don't show up, it's got to be maddening for employers. Uh, totally. You know, employers make time out of their day for onboarding. Uh, they, you know, it costs money to order equipment and things like that to get people set up. Um, you know, there's there's more than just, you know, arranging a start date at the moment when it comes to, you know, getting people started. And uh, it, it's, it's very off-putting for employers right now. I can imagine. Now, is this happening in all spectrums of the labour force or are we de- is this, you know, um, low-wage, low entry-level positions where this is happening more? Tell us how the demographics break down. Yeah, I think that's always happened in that type of um, in in that type of demographic of roles. Um, when you're talking about the traditional blue collar roles or service industry roles, I'd say it's always been fairly commonplace uh, for you know ghosting for interviews or, or starting a job that you know essentially is maybe in in the um, applicant size maybe more of a temporary solution. Um, so that that's. That's always been commonplace, I would say. Um, the thing that hasn't always been commonplace is this happening in professional roles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anything from um, I don't know, like a more a, a clerical role of a of a management level, right through to director to VP type levels, it, it's happening right across the spectrum now. And is it happening more because of the situation where we know? So many businesses have a lot of vacancies. They can't find people. So people with jobs that maybe they don't like or just landed a job that turns out they've changed their mind, it's just that much easier to jump into something else. Is that the the reasoning here? 
Absolutely, yeah. I think people are just being more considerate, uh, considered in terms of the jobs that they're taking and, and asking the question, do they like the job and is this the right job for me? And um, whereas before, especially in Alberta, they, you know, people haven't had as much choice. We've mm-hmm. been in, a, in an economy that ultimately has retracted year over year in the last five, six years. And it has been tough. So uh, for a very long time, I think people have worked in jobs or had jobs that, um, you know, they've done because they had to rather than they want to. And it, it's now a case that the table's turned and they're really considering what do they Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Want to do. Um, is there a risk to that kind of behavior? I mean, I imagine you're just sort of thinking, oh, whatever, I'll move on to the next position. Can you build something of a, of a reputation? Is there any way for other prospective employers down the line to find out that you have a history of, of ghosting or not showing up or things like that? Is there a risk to your reputation? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, when you say that, is there any way for people to find out that that's your reputation? Um, you know, there's there's a few few commonplace things that happen. Um, first of all, people move companies all the time, so the person that you ghosted at X employer will move to Y employer without right. you realizing. <laughs> Um, and, and that's how these things tend to go. Um, you know, they don't forget the people that showed up one day and then didn't show up the next. For sure, yeah. So, so that's typically how those things, you, you know, follow you around, um, uh, and definitely something that you don't want to be getting into the habit of because you just don't know what bridges you're going to be burning over the next few years. No question. What about the fact that so much of it is done online? Like, are you building an online reputation? I mean, a lot of this, you're applying for the job online, uh, or th- sometimes through agencies, you know, be it Indeed or, or whatever the case may be. Is there any way to sort of track your history on those online application processes? Yeah, I think um, in terms of tracking as a as a like as an applicant, yeah, I don't think that there's a, a one stop shop. I think the thing that people do need to be aware of is. Um, like companies like recruitment agencies have access to lots of different tools. So whether it be LinkedIn or Indeed or other job boards or even our own databases where people send in their resumes. And um, the thing that's always a red flag would be that if, you know, your online profile or the resume that you have on Indeed or the resumes that maybe you've sent into us in the past directly um, don't match. Okay. Right. And, And that's always a red flag. So, um, I think people forget that there's different versions of, of their work history out there on the odd occasion, and that is definitely, um, yeah, a red flag. 
Now, if you're an employer and you're running into this, and I've got some people texting me to say, yeah, I have a company and this happened to me all the time, um, what can you do to protect yourself? Is there anything that you can do to sort of make sure this doesn't happen to you over and over again? Absolutely. So it is a bit of a learning process for employers, um, and there's definitely pieces of advice that we're giving to our clients at the moment to try and limit the um, uh, limit this issue. So number one, um, I would say uh, speed up your hiring process. So whereas before you could make uh, considered decisions and take a bit more time, um, you've got to speed that up. If you're really keen on somebody and you want to get somebody on board by a certain date, really consider all of the steps that you take through that hiring process and make sure it's condensed. So if you're going to do first interviews on the Monday, schedule the second interviews for the Tuesday or the Wednesday. Okay. So make it make it happen in very quick succession. Um, and the other piece of recommend, uh, recommended advice that we're giving is as a prospective employer, increase the number of times that you're contacting the person through the um, employment process. And the idea of that is create the relationship up front. So people are more uh, less likely to ghost you if they feel they have a connection to you. So, you know, don't just have the interview conversations. Have the conversations in the middle where you're picking up the phone to the person and asking them questions and allowing them to ask you questions in between. Um, and then um, I would say, finally, um, don't forget to woo the candidate on the call. Right. So gone is a day where, you know, I guess the employers are in control of the questions that they ask and, and employees are kind of able to ask questions at the end. You've got to go up front with your employer value pr- proposition. Like, what can you offer them? What's in it for them? Why would they want to come to the interview? Okay, um, you're not showing your cards too early. You're you're just showing them at the time that you are going to need to be able to get them to commit to the interview or the start date. Interesting. Boy, times have really changed, hey? I mean, it's a whole new environment out there right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a learning process for everybody right now. It's a total readjustment. Yeah, no doubt. Alyssa, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. That's Alyssa Monk, who is a regional director for Hayes Specialist Recruitment.